Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. It's Friday, y'all, so you've made it to the end of the week. Congratulations. I hope you've had a fantastic week. Okay, here's what I'm going to bring you guys today. Um, it is an analogy, an awesome analogy that makes, I think will make sense to us and that we can apply from Epictetus. Here's what the analogy is. He talks about the fact that when a, when a child, when a kid sticks their hand in, he calls it a goodie jar, right? So sticks her hand in a jar that has candy or cookies or whatever. They grab a fistful of the goodies, the candy, the cookies, and then they begin to cry because they can't get their entire fist like out of the jar, right? And you know, we probably can't do that now as adults, but if we think about when we were younger and we had smaller hands, we were able to fit our hands inside of jars, right? And grab something out of inside of a jar and pull our hand out. But here's where the analogy gets super applicable to us and where we're like, yes, light bulb moment. It makes sense. He says, you know, if the child would recognize that when they reached into the jar and grabbed a handful Obviously, if you grab a handful of stuff and your hand is is full of something, the size of your hand increases, right? It gets bigger. And therefore, the hand that went into the jar is smaller, like the hand that's trying to come out of the jar is bigger than the hand that went into the jar. So he says, if we can just realize, drop some of the goodies, drop some of the cookies, candy, whatever you want to call it. And then your hand would get smaller in size and allow you to be able to pull your hand out of the jar. Really good analogy. Application, what does that mean for us? Here's what it means. And we so often do this, by the way, I might step on some toes with this analogy and teasing it out for us because we like to think Those of us that are trying to do something spectacular, those of us that are on a journey to being the best version of ourselves, those of us that are committing to mastery on a daily basis, plugging into a process, we are told or we like to tell ourselves this untruth that balance exists, that there can be a balance between my pursuit of whatever it is that I'm going after and my family and my hobbies and whatever else we can throw into the mix there. We like to think to ourselves, okay, how much energy do I put into all of these? Let's try and get it to where there's equal parts for all. And guys, ladies and gentlemen, there there is not, there's not, the, the fact that a lot of us have to come to grips with is that a lot of times in the pursuit of something, in the pursuit of being the best version of ourselves at something, in the pursuit of mastery, we've got to like bring our hand out of the jar without some of the goodies that we would want to have, right? So if you're, if you've got three pieces of candy and it's your pursuit of the thing is one piece of candy, your family's another piece of candy, your hobbies is another piece of candy, and your hand is too big, you've got to drop one of those or maybe two of those to be able to get your hand out of that jar. That's not balance. That's having a hierarchy where you choose something over another and that's something wins. Like that's something is what you pull out of that jar and what you eat and what you enjoy, that treat. 
right? It's the same thing. Now, this goes in seasons. There's an ebb and flow to it. But can we see that there, we've got to choose. We've got to choose like what's going to get our best on the day. Is it going to be work? Is it going to be family? Is it going to be our hobby? And we need to be okay with that. We need to come to grips with that. We need to allow that to be well with our souls because that's the way that it is. We can not try to give equal parts to everything in our lives and try to and, and expect that we're going to perform extraordinarily in all of those areas. We've got to say to ourselves, okay, at th- in this particular moment, in this particular season, on this particular day, I mean, you can bring it even down to the hour, right? Just depending on how you structure your day, this is what's going to get 100% of me and this other stuff isn't going to get 100% of me. And we need to be okay with that. And we need to understand that those areas are, they're going to weaken a little bit. They're going to feel neglected. They're going to kind of fall off a little bit. The skills maybe are going to erode and not be as sharp, right? Our achievement in those other areas might not be as high, but maybe there comes a time where we shift and pivot. And now those areas that those treats that we left in the jar, now we can go back and go get those. And to me, this is, this is life. Life is like juggling where we've got these balls in the air and sometimes some of them get dropped, but we can always go back and we can always pick them back up. This is, yeah, I I don't know. This is kind of a controversial thing because our society likes to tell us that balance exists. But in my professional opinion, I, I don't think that it does. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting that the balance doesn't exist, that for this moment right now, I'm giving this particular area my undivided attention, my undivided effort, but at the same time, being self-aware is critically important. There's not a manual out there that tells you, well, spend six months working on your craft and then you've got to take a two-month break and then focus on your family a little bit more. And then after that, you know, you can give a solid eight weeks to, you know, your hobby and getting ready for, you know, an athletic contest or whatever. I mean, there's not a manual for that. You've got to be self-aware and you've got to feel it out and you've got to know when you should maybe shift to something else, when you should pivot, when you should put something down, when you should pick something back up. For whatever reason, I'm just thinking about, I've seen it often in my coaching career where, you know, we're training, we're getting ready for something, we're firing on all cylinders, things are looking really, really good. And then this family emergency or family situation or circumstance comes up and the athlete is just like, hey, you know, I I feel really bad about this, but, you know, I'm going to have to take a couple weeks down. I'm having to look after one of my family members or I'm having to really take care of this. This is a really pressing issue. It stinks that we're having to kind of table training and kind of back off of it a little bit. I know I've got a big race or whatever coming up, but you know, like this is what it has to be. And that person kind of feels, sometimes I can feel the, the guilt and the shame on the phone of like thinking they're letting us down because they can't train as hard and they're having to, you know, pivot and this, that, or the other. And they're torn between, man, I really want to continue to like press into and excel in my hobby. But then at the same time, family over here is calling and there's a real tension there. And it's okay for the athlete to be like, man, I really, really just want to continue training. A lot of people would be like, man, that's kind of selfish of you, like at the peril of your family. 
Well, sometimes that's how it goes and these kind of conversations aren't had enough. But here's the thing, that person is calling a pivot and a shift like correctly. They're seeing very well what's in front of them. They're saying to themselves, cool, I really like my hobby. I really wanna train. This race is really important to me, but man, I know that I really need to be over here and be here for my family right now. I mean, that's gotta be priority number one. I've gotta go ahead and shift and make family one and make training my hobby, whatever, maybe even number three after work and whatever else might go in between there. That thing's gotta go to last place and be pretty much even non-existent if it has to be for a little bit. That's being self-aware. And that's not something we can learn out of a manual. That's just something that we've got to feel out. So get, you know, again, getting back to how do we get there? Well, we get there by being, again, self-aware, being mindful. Mindfulness is a catchword right now that's being used a lot. Meditation can help with these kinds of things. Journaling can help with these kinds of things. But the overarching kind of idea that I want to get for us for today's episode is Guys, if, you, if you're sticking your hand in the cookie jar, uh, the, the goodie jar because there's something in there that you want and you're being greedy and you're wanting all of it, you may, well, you may eventually be able to kind of squeeze your hand out of the jar and go, aha, I told you, Mario, like I had three pieces of candy that I wanted out of that jar and look, I got all three of them. And sometimes that's true. Okay, good, good for you for doing that. But what you're going to find is now that you have those three things, And now that you've got kind of your responsibility or your drive or motivation to work on all three of those things, to give your full attention to all three of those areas, think about it, full attention. It can't be full for all three. That's that's impossible. So what you'll find is your performance will be mediocre maybe, maybe a little bit better than mediocre in all three areas. And then all of a sudden we get this tension that we all, I know that we've all had where it's like, man, I really feel like I can do better in this area. I really feel that I can perform at a higher level in this particular area. And then the question that I would have is, well, what would it take for you to be able to perform at a higher level in that area? Inevitably, what we would come back to usually is practice or time or more intentionality, right? Which means... You've only got a certain amount of time in a day, which means you've got to reshuffle and reprioritize. And if you want to give that thing more time, then the other things have to get less time. So can we be okay with that? Are we good with that? Do we understand this principle to be true? Do we work out this principle? What areas, I'd love to hear from you, what areas right now are getting your best? What areas right now are not getting your best? What are the reasons why that area is getting your best, in your opinion, at this present moment? And when do you think, or do you have an idea of when there needs to be a shift? Do you feel a shift coming at some point? I'd love to hear from you guys and get some discussion going on this because I feel like this is critically important because I feel like a lot of us walk around every single day going, what do I do with my day? How do I spend my time? What should I give my best effort to? What's important to get done today and what can wait until tomorrow? Those kinds of questions stem from this right here. Well, if you've got a goodie jar in front of you and you've got all these goodies inside of it, all this candy inside of it, the first thing you've got to answer is when I put my hand in there, if I'm only allowed to take one piece of candy out, what piece of candy is that going to be? And from there, you will get a clearer idea of what your day looks like, 
what your week needs to look like, what your month needs to look like. For those of you that plan that far ahead, what your year may need to look like. But always understanding, last thing I'll say and then I'm signing off, always understanding that you could have the best plan for your day, for the next hour, week, month, year, understanding that that could all crumble, that could all change. You could need to pivot at a moment's notice and being okay with that and shifting your attention over to what you feel, in your opinion, would be most important and most beneficial and most efficient for you in that moment. All right, y'all. I hope that this episode has been beneficial for you. Thank you guys so much for the support that y'all continue to show me, the love that you guys continue to show me. Please applaud the station. Five-star rating anywhere that you get this podcast would also go a long way in helping me out, in helping us out. You are part of this community and helping us to get some of this stuff out to some other folks because I get messages saying, man, this is so impactful. Thank you so much. This is being very helpful to me. Well, We owe it to other people to help them out and help them along their journey. It benefits and blesses us. It benefits and blesses other people. So let's grow this thing. And I can't do it without you. And I can't do it without your kind words, without your sharing of this podcast, so on and so forth. It is Friday. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Until next time, folks.